This is your new English 21 podcast, a podcast made for English learners by English learners. Come with us and share your experience, ideas, and suggestions for all the listeners to improve their English while talking about any topic of your preference, whenever it is in English. This podcast is coming to you from San Jose, Costa Rica, Central America, with your host, Vidal Tellez Narvaez, the English Connector. Come, share, and improve. Thank you very much. Hello, hello, my friends. Welcome to the section, The Word of the Day, in your new English 21 podcast. As I've mentioned before, we're going to build up our vocabulary with functional words. This is uh, with words that are being used in real life English right now, instead of picking up directly from a dictionary, because uh, as it is randomly, uh, it might be also useless by the moment. Uh, we are very interested in trying to boost our vocabulary with very useful words. So the word that we are going to cover today appeared also in an article in the New York Times Digital Edition in March the 1st and it took my attention because uh, uh, if, if you are not familiar with this word you might think they are talking about a cup or a cup or something like a cup of tea, a cup of tea, and that's that run. This is a very uh, special and specific word used in politics and in diplomacy. So, uh, talking about the article uh, in the New York Times, uh, in the section The World, the, the headline says, uh, a street level view of coup protests yeah this is the word coup it's spelling in english is c-o-u-p if you look a little bit about this word in a dictionary you're going to find two uh two main entries or two main senses or meanings relating to uh to this to this case when it is used as a noun because uh, it can also be used as a verb. If you look at this word in a dictionary as a noun, you're going to find one similar meaning or uh, a meaning that is more suitable for this article that, that is based on politics, government, rulers, protests, and uh, civil disobedience and, uh, and things like that. So, uh, the article says the fragment or the segment or the excerpt of the article that we're going, we are talking about says, as a civil disobedience movement entered its second month, the military rulers added charges against Do Ong San Suu Kyi. That's a, that's a complex name, but I hope I pronounce it right. Then it follows, her death came without warning. The single mother, Ma Daisy Huang Win, went to buy snacks for her six-year-old son in Mandalay, Myanmar's second largest city, and stopped to watch anti-military protesters fleeing from the police in 
this case, the gerund form fleeing means running away, in this case from the police. As she stood there, a bullet struck her in the head and she dropped dead on the spot, so she was, uh, she was killed by a shotgun. Yes, Mrs. Daisy Kyo Wynn, a 32-year-old hotel cleaner, was buried on Monday, a day after her death, in keeping with Muslim tradition. So she was, uh, as the majority may be in this country, uh, a Muslim in, in terms of religion. She was one of at least 19 people shot and killed by the security forces on Sunday in the military regime's harshest crackdown on pro-democracy protests since it seized control of the country in a February 1 coup. Yes, the pronunciation for this word is coup, the spelling is C-O-U-P, and as I said, um, if you go to a dictionary, you're going to find two, two entries, and one of these is related with the article, but it's very impressive because um, the word that defines this situation is kureta. Yeah, kureta. The spelling is C-O-U-P, space, D with an apostrophe, and then space, E-T-A-T. With a, with a sign uh, above the E. So, kureta means uh, a sudden or decisive exercise of force in politics. This means uh, taking over or taking control of the government by the force. Yeah. Um, this word, it appears to come from the Italian, no, sorry, with the, from the French, literally meaning stroke of state. This is the point. Coup means, one of the meanings is cureta, and cureta means stroke of state. This word was introduced in English apparently in 1646. Can you believe it, my friends, in 1646? Yes, this has been the section, the word of the day, but before going, let's talk a little bit, but just a little bit about the person that is mentioned at the beginning of the article. I'm going to read it again. As a civil disobedience movement entered its second month, the military rulers added charges against Do Aung San Suu and who is that person you might uh, be you might be asking yourself in fact as I am not familiarized with this country Myanmar uh, I I also had to do a little research about the, the, the this person so Aung San Suu Kyi was born on June 19th 1945 is a Burmese politician, diplomat, author, and a 1991 Nobel Peace Prize laureate who served as state councillor of Myanmar, equivalent to prime minister, and minister of foreign affairs from 2016 to 2021. 
She has served as the president of the National League for Democracy since 2011, having been the general secretary from 1988 to 2011. She played a vital role in Myanmar's transition from military junta to partial democracy in the 2010s. Yes, my friends, this is a, a, a short reference of the person that the article talks about in its very beginning. And this has been the section, the word of the day. The word for today has been coup. The meaning is kureta. And kureta, uh, when we look a little uh, deeper into its root, French root, means a stroke of state or taking the power, taking control over a country with use of the military force. Thank you, thank you, my friends, for listening to your new English 21 podcast. Thank you very much. Hello, hello, my friends, and welcome to the section, the quote of the day. For today, we got a quote uh, which author we have covered in this podcast in the past months, as you're going to see. So the quote for today is as follows. You never know when a moment and a few sincere words can have an impact on a life. Yes, you never know when a moment and a few sincere words can have an impact on life. The author for this quote is Sig Siglar. Yes, my friends, Hilary Hinton Sig Siglar was born on November the 6th, 1926 and died on November 28th, 2012, was an American author, salesman and motivational speaker. Yeah. Sig Siglar was born prematurely in Caffey County, Alabama, to John Silas Siglar and Lila Westcott Siglar. He was the tenth out of twelve children and the youngest one. In 1931, when Siglar was five years old, his father took a management position at a Mississippi farm and his family moved to Yazoo City, Mississippi, where he spent most of his early childhood. The next year, his father died of a stroke and his younger sister died two days later. Can you believe it, my friends? But, however, he became a very well-known salesman and motivation speaker in the United States and in many other countries in the world. He is the author of, of many books. I myself have a book of, uh, of his writings. This has been, my friends, the section, the quote of the day in your new English 21 podcast. Remember that this podcast is made for you, English learners, and by me, that I am also an English learner. Thank you very much, my friends. Hello, hello my friends and welcome to the section Today in History. 
for today we're going to cover two different events uh, I hope to make this short with no more than with no more than five minutes the first event uh, occurred in 2005 uh, on March the 3rd uh, on this day American adventurer Steve Fossett became the first person to complete a solo non-stop circumnavigation of the globe without refueling when he landed in Kansas after more than 67 hours in flight. Yes, this was in 2005. And in 1962, this is the, the date of birth of Jackie Joyner Kersey or Jacqueline Joyner Kersey. And who is this person? Who is this woman? She is an American athlete who was considered by many to be the greatest female athlete ever. She was the first participant to score more than 7,000 points in the heptathlon. Yes, this is an event uh, made up with different seven different events and you gain points in all of the events. And the, um, at the end, I, I guess uh, the winner is the person who makes more points in, uh, with accumulation in the different events. Joyner showed great enthusiasm for athletics early on and as a teenager she won the first of four consecutive National Junior Pentathlon Championships. In high school she was a determined student, an athlete, graduating near the top of her class and competing on the school's volleyball, basketball, and track teams. Incredible. As a junior, she set the Illinois High School girls long jump record with 6.68 meters. Her high school success led to a scholarship to the University of California, best known as UCLA, where she initially focused on basketball and the long jump. Yes, my friends, this has been that section today in history in your new English 21 podcast. Remember that this is your podcast and is made for English learners like you and by English learners like me. You are invited to participate or to reach us at english21podcast at gmail.com or at English 21 podcast uh, on the Facebook page. Thank you very much. Thanks for listening to your new English 21 podcast, a podcast made for English learners by English learners. Remember that you can talk about any topic of your preference whenever it is in English. This podcast came to you from San Jose, Costa Rica, Central America, with your host, Vidal Tellez Narvaez, The English Connector. Come, share, and improve. Thank you very much.